Good morning, America, and all ships at sea. Thirsty Thursday, almost made it through another week. We have reached October the 12th, 2023. Boss Big Show is now on the air across America at exactly 107.1 FM and 99.7 or the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Thank you for listening to our morning program. We are Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Whole crew is here and ready to go. You know, it's funny. I mentioned I had a birthday this week. And this is the first birthday I can remember, and I don't know why this is, but there must be something to it, where people have asked me, oh, did I hear it was your birthday this week? How old are you now? What is that? I don't know that I've ever had anybody come up and ask if they heard it was a birthday, and it's nice that people see it on Facebook or hear us mention it on the air. It's, it's nice. I appreciate people taking the time to ask, uh, did you have a nice birthday? But then yeah. the follow-up question from three or four people now has been, let me ask you, how old are you now? And I go, I'm not mm. mentioning that. <laughs> and, I'm, and frankly, I'm surprised well, I become one of those people that don't want to talk about it, but I don't. I don't want to well, say how old I am. So, you know, same thing happened to me once I passed 50. So, <laughs> is that a, it's a funny thing? You get to a certain point, people just want to, they feel like they have a right to know exactly. I think he's about this age. I'm going to ask him. It's kind of a funny thing. Well, you've asked our listeners before. Do you mind telling me how old you that are? That happened once because it was a guy that sounded like he was a young kid that knew the moldy oldie, and so I was just curious. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But you're right. That was none of my business. I shouldn't have asked the guy. I. But he could have told me no. He came right he out could, and told me how old he was. He could have. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it, it depends on who asks you the age. If it's a friend, then I get it. But if it's like a coworker, uh, yeah, I went into a meeting yesterday and I had oh. a couple of them say, "How is your birthday? How old are you now?" And again, it's very nice that they asked about my birthday, but it's like, why do you care how old I am? What is that? That's never happened mm. before. So I feel like it has something to do with how I look or something. I must yeah, be looking probably. older. They mentioned my yeah. hair as well. They did. Well, and a matter of fact, it happened at the hair. Clumps. It's not falling out in clumps. <laughs> Happened at the hairdresser. She said it too. She's like, "How old are you now?" And oh, then you know what everybody everybody else likes to say, "I bet you I'm still older than you." So they want to like yeah. feel good about themselves uh, or something. I don't know. There's something weird going on with this birthday where everybody wants to be up in my business. It's never happened to me before on a birthday, and I've noticed it. So I don't know. Well, that, that is bad though when the hairdresser says uh, <laughs> your hair starts looking at your head. She didn't say it was scalp shows her can tell her all kinds of things. No, I'm not losing my hair at all. She has made uh, mention of the uh, the silver, but she's not said anything about me losing my hair. I matter of fact, I have a very thick head of hair. Thank you very much. So mm. as you do, as you do, yeah, yeah, I do. I got a lot of hair. Yeah, a lot of gray on Joe Nolan. Oh, it's been like that forever too. It's been there a long time. My father was. My, I, I've told you this before. My father at fifty, so, solid white, that Irish white hair. Mm. You know, I used to uh, gray in it. used to like your shoe polish though when you were on Channel Seven. That was great. Oh, that was horrible. I, you know, and I, that really bothered me that they made me do that. But they made you, used to. Take, they made you dye your hair. Oh yeah. Oh. And I used to. And I used to. Um, I remember I used to go to this really uh, you know bougie place in Montclair. Sure. And oh my gosh, it was. And I love the guy. He was great. It's still Anthony. He's great. I love Anthony. But boy, <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> it took for it took hours. And then finally, it just looked like it was just like he poured dye on my head. And and he didn't. And it, it took forever to do it. And then finally, then he said, you know what? I think we're going to put some highlights in it. So now I'm sitting there with these foil things on my head. Oh, my God. And, and I'm like, it was, it was, I hated it. Hated, hated, hated it. Um, Please tell me you took a picture of yourself with, with no. foil on your head. No. I tried to put a bag on my head. In fact, at one point, he had me. He would put me over like in this corner, and there was like a a, a petition, a partition kind of thing, and he put me over there so no one would see me because I used to get so upset about it. I just pictured him next to all those old ladies that are getting their perms with the thing oh, over yeah. their head. Joe's sitting there with a bag. <laughs> <And> Mug Claire. 
<laughs> By the way, he's not Anthony. He's Anthony. You got to call him Anthony. Anthony. That's my buddy, Anthony. Oh, that's so great. I'll tell you something that is making me feel uh, a little aged today. We have started a new policy here at Press Communications, LLC, where none of the uh, none of the scripts, none of the commercials, none of the, uh, we call them liners, you know, the stuff that yeah, we yeah, need yeah, to talk yeah. about on the radio station. We've moved from paper now to digital, and I get it. Everybody is doing that. It's 2023. But I said, you got to, said, Rochelle, you got to print it out for me. I can barely see the paper. Never mind, look at a computer screen. Yeah. So it's a kind right. of a funny thing. And all the uh, the young people down the hallway at the uh, Taylor Swift station are all being like, we're just reading it off the screen. You guys are still printing it out. I'm like, I can't see the damn paper. Never mind the computer screen. <laughs> how, so, about, how about Taylor Swift? How about you shut up? <laughs> Real you do your station, we'll do Joe ours. Nolan. That's right, baby. <laughs> you do your Taylor Swift, and I'll be here yeah, with my bifocals right. on yeah, while Joe right. gets his tips how, frosted. How old are you? <laughs> None of your business how old I am. <laughs> it's kind of funny. We've been together a while now. And up until yesterday, I did not have your mother's cell phone, my mother-in-law's cell phone. Yeah. I had her partner's cell phone number. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I got his number, not her number, but I didn't have her number. No, she and I are Facebook friends. Yes. And very, very rarely uh, has she sent me a message. I think it might have been uh, last time I had a birthday or for Christmas or something. But anyway, she was very nice to send a little birthday gift in the mail. And this is not a criticism, it's just an observation, and it, it's fine. It's not a criticism at all, but she had not, I don't think, bought a birthday present for me before, and she does not need to buy me a birthday present. I don't expect that. I don't need it. it I don't need it. But she was very nice to do so this year. So I said, I, I really would like to send a little note back. Absolutely. You think I could just send her a, a, a Facebook message? You said, you really should have her phone just in case there's some sort of an emergency. Why don't I just give you her number, send her a message? So right. I sent a message, and I thanked her for it. It was very nice to get a gift. Again, I don't expect a gift. I don't need a gift. Mm-hmm. It was very nice to get a gift. Have not heard back from her. So now I'm thinking <laughs> she didn't know who I was. Well, did you, that's what I was going to ask you. When you sent her a text message, yeah. did you say, this is Robbie? Yeah, I signed it Robbie at the end. Oh, you did at the sure, end. Sure, yeah. So I said, I, it's funny. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what I said. I think I said, uh, it's funny I don't have your phone number. So I went and got it from Rochelle. I said, we really should have each other's numbers. I only had your partner. So I asked Rochelle, thank you so much for the gift. I love it. And I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon, Robbie. Nothing. Hmm. I sent it about seven o'clock. Now she's also somebody who likes to chat on the phone. So we said if I send she's her not a, a texter, if yeah. I send her a message, this is not going to open dialogue where we're chit chatting on the phone. I don't necessarily need to have a mother-in-law chit chat every day. And you said no, I think it's fine. She'll probably just send you back a smiley face or something. But I've heard nothing, and so now I feel uh, like I've offended her in some way, no. or she didn't know it was me, or that there's some, somehow I something has gone awry here, and I'm not sure what it is. Any suggestions? It's, I don't know. It's not like her not to text anything back. Well, that's what I figured because I know you two communicate. So, so maybe yeah. she was offended that up until now we had not exchanged phone numbers and I can't no. now open this uh, can of worms. I don't know. I don't know. She's she's not easily offended, so I right. don't know that that's the case. My guess is she has a terrible phone and maybe didn't get the text message. Is that she somebody be- who still has like a flip phone? Well, it's not a, I mean, it might as well be a flip phone. Uh-huh. It's, okay. there's, it never works. It's a terrible, terrible phone. So she's not taking pictures. She's not playing games on the phone. No. It's just for phone calls. I mean, she does take pictures, but it's got like this weird flip camera case that you have to hold both ends. And it's just, <laughs> it's not ideal. So, and she hardly ever texts. So she may not have even checked her text messages. I'm she, picturing she's carrying around that red phone from the old Batman show, but in her purse. <laughs> Is it something like that? 
Similar, yeah. Well, I get my, how long do I give it before I try well, again, or do I'll, I just let it go, or what do I do? Maybe I will send her a message but today. But I knew you were going to say that. I don't want you to have to well, be involved. I should be able to thank her without having to bother you. No, you know? no, but maybe I'll send her a picture of the gift that she sent you just to yeah, say, Yeah, we're going to oh put gosh, it in the office. Yeah, this it's, is it's, a, it's bookends. It's book. It's a headphone bookends, which are very neat. Very neat. So maybe I'll send her a picture and say, this looks great. Thanks again for maybe sending Maybe I should send a picture. And say it looks neat, just to but follow then what up. If she doesn't answer. Her I don't know, but I'll tell you what you don't want. Let me tell you something. You don't want problems with your mother in law, and I got them, and that's what you don't <laughs> want in this life. The work week's almost done, and there's just two more days. The morning show will take you the rest of the way. And we'll try not to suck while you are here. So crank it up and let us do this thing we do to both of your ears. The work week's almost through Just a couple days to go Work week's almost through Turn up the morning show Work week's almost through Then it's time for sex and brew Uh, how old are you now? <laughs> I plead the fifth, okay? Uh-huh. Like, I'm, like I'm under indictment, I plead the fifth Yes do the high-low free money game two times this morning before 7 o'clock, so the next uh, 40 minutes or so here. Then again in the 9 o'clock hour, we do it four times every day, 6, 9, 1, and 5. Still on cash jackpot number 12, but we have narrowed it down if you've been keeping track of the guesses, mm-hmm. so hopefully we get a cash winner this morning. It ain't the Powerball, but it ain't bad either. Nope. We'll do that. We'll uh, have a mystery newbie. We get a Taylor Swift. I don't know that it'll be a Taylor Swift song, but no. we'll have another pair of passes for you to get into Wheel of Fortune live at the Count Basie. We'll do that uh, for the event happening on November 5th, about 7.10. He said. She said. At 7.50. Fast five. Horrible scopes on the way. The birthdays. Oh, and it is Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. So, of course, tipsy or toddler coming up. We've lined up some phone callers once again to participate. Right now, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Every morning, about 6.20, 8.35. Hear from local businesses, organizations, community groups, charities, sometimes the municipalities themselves putting on a fun event. Find out where the boss roadie is going to be on tour, and we share them right here. If you have something you'd like us to mention, you can always email. You can go to Facebook, send a little message, or text us with a link to all the event details. 732-774-4444 continues to be the boss text connect. So this Saturday, big day. Got two events starting at 9 o'clock. Mary's Place by the Sea, the 2023 Walkathon and Run. Boss roadies will see you there. And then from 11 to 1, they move over to uh, Vingo Pal Civic Association's annual community fair and family fun day. Hmm. Brody C. out with Miss Michelle Emmabile, all three feet of her, starting 5 o'clock <laughs> on Wednesday after work for a girls' night out at Atlantic Medical Imaging of Brick. She'll have some great prizes for you. Spin on that prize wheel. People love the prize wheel. Yes. Now, we've been mentioning we'll be part of the big Jenkinson's Club Halloween party and costume contest that goes on Saturday night before Halloween, October 28th. Doors are at 8 o'clock. It's wild there at Point Beach. It really is. Boss Brody's there, but tomorrow morning on the CBB, I will have a major announcement on a special mm. Boss Halloween celebration right here. Ooh. With the roadies and all your favorite Boss jocks. That's fun. Tomorrow morning, right? 6, 28, 35, we'll have that announcement for you. How about this? Halloween Havoc car, truck, and motorcycle spooktacular. Tomorrow, Friday the 13th. That's right. Tomorrow is Friday the it 13th. It is, yes. At Bubba Coo's Burritos in Bayville from 4 to 9. Free event, food discounts. There'll be a DJ spinning the tunes. Feel free to wear a costume. Try out your costume. See if it's going to work for Halloween itself. Absolutely, you know? yes. You might want to switch costumes up. You never know. you got to do a test run. It's JerseyShoreCarshows.com for the info on that. It's a paw-printed afternoon, Saturday, 11 to 3, at Blue Moon Yoga Studio in Shrewsbury. Help animal rescues by making your dog an artist. All mm-hmm. the info at Get Your Bearings. Dot it 
slash events. That's getyourbearings.it slash events. There'll be a human artist helping the dogs paint. Well, that's good. It's that's very good. cute. It would be uh, very fun and difficult to just have the animals paint sure. themselves. Yeah, but whatever they come up with, be a nice little <laughs> gift, you yes, know? Yes, it will. From pet to parent. Very cute. Ocean Grove Halloween Pet Parade is happening Saturday, October the 23rd. Speaking of pets, 11 a.m. Main Avenue. Mark this one down. Local vendors, live music, free pet photos with Santa and... Santa. Jack Skellington and all all your other favorite holiday people. Prizes for the best costumes and more. OceanGroveNJ.com for the info. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Well, good. It's time again for Tipsy or Toddler... Hmm. Did it happen when they were a little kid or when they were drunk? Crazy stories, but it's up to you to determine the circumstances. We've lined up some callers. If you would like to be a contestant on Tipsy or Toddler, please let us know. We always take them, 732-774-4444. And you might just end up here on the radio for your friends and family to hear your crazy story. That hopefully happened when you were a little kid that didn't know any better and not (laughs) an inebriated fool. But here we go. Line one, it's Amy. I got caught peeing in an Arby's bathroom Ooh. Hmm. Gross. Well, I'm going to say drunk. I'm going to go little kid. Are you? Yeah. I was a drunk. Uh, I thought so. I had to go to the bathroom really bad. So my friend stopped in an Arby's. Uh, an employee <laughs> walked in on me peeing in the safe. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. no. I told the manager, I went back in line to order some french fries. Did you? They called the police on me, <laughs> and I got arrested. Yeah, wow. well... Why wouldn't That's, you just go like in the stall or just wait? I mean, you couldn't. I gotta wait? say that is impressive for a woman to pee in the sink. I yeah. gotta say, I mean, to you, straddle the sink as you'd a woman. Have to straddle. You know, you you really should be congratulated and not arrested <laughs> for doing such a thing. For a guy, no big deal, just to unzip and go. But for a woman, that's impressive. It's a lot. Yeah. This is Joseph. Back to line two. I started crying because I thought all my friends were being mean to me at a birthday party. Mm. Mm. Making it sound like he's a little kid. I think he's drunk. <sighs> I'm going to say drunk, I yeah. Drunk. Yep, yep. Joseph? I was a drunk adult. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had a huge crush on this woman, Monica, and she was at the birthday party my friends were throwing. I was mm-hmm. so drunk and paranoid, I thought all of my friends were mad at me. Uh-huh. I started venting and crying about the situation in front of my crush. Uh. It was really embarrassing. The next morning, because I was in my 30s when this happened. I quit drinking after that. Okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, at least you quit drinking after yeah, that. <laughs> that's a happy ending. I like to hear that rarely happens here right, on Tipsy or right. Toddler. <laughs> it was such a nice job of preparing these little vignettes. Here's Marie. I got attacked by a peacock when I tried to kiss it. <laughs> attacked by a peacock after you attempt to kiss it. Uh, you were a little kid. Why else would you mm. try to kiss one of those things? Well. Help! Help! <laughs> yeah, didn't we do a story that Martha Stewart yes. has got She peacocks? raises them, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go little kid. I'll little side with kid. you. I was a little kid, yeah. and my neighbor had a pet peacock. And I loved this peacock. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> so I decided to go kiss it, and the peacock did not appreciate this, and it bit my forehead. Wow. Oh, wow. Living next door to Martha, wow. Martha Stewart, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Martha's next door neighbor on the line here. Bougie. Hi, it's a boss. Good morning. I pepper sprayed my friends. You pepper sprayed your friends. Pepper sprayed your friends. Uh, I want to say drunk. I'm going to say drunk too. Headed yeah. In his, yeah, uh, yeah. Headed in his man purse right. just in case. <laughs> right. I was a little kid. Huh? I was oh. out of school for the summer, about 11 or 12 years old, and we snuck over to my house because no one was home and we wanted to try cigarettes. Oh. Not a great idea. When we heard a car pull up, I panicked. Grabbed what I thought was air freshener <gasps> and unloaded. Wow. Oh. My dad's pepper spray. 
He's a cop and was the one who had pulled up. Oh, so it was like police grade pepper spray too. It wasn't just the generic <laughs> stuff you get at CVS. Wow. I didn't know you could buy pepper spray at CVS. Is that true? Yeah, I think you can buy it just about anywhere. Wow. I think. I don't know. I've never bought I've never bought pepper spray. I'm surprised to know that about you. I think you. it's right by, right by the candy bars. Rochelle goes right to arsenic. There's no need for pepper spray. <laughs> she just yes. poisoning you like Socrates. Get the blowtorch. Hello? I ran around the store screaming, Weeder, weeder, weeder! I love weeder! You ran around a story yelling, I love wieners. I'm going to say little kid. I really want you to be a yeah, drug Yeah, it would be a better adult. story if you were a drug adult. I but really I think you want were... you to be uh, yeah, tipsy, but I am also going to say you were a little kid. I think you were a toddler, yeah. My mom was mortified. I was a little kid and I went grocery shopping mm-hmm. with her and she asked me if I wanted anything. And that's when I kicked in screaming about how much, I love wieners! <laughs> <laughs> I love wieners. That is what I called them apparently. And uh-huh. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. on this particular day, I wanted to sing it from the mountaintop. Yeah. Love this segment. Have a great day, you guys. All right. Thanks All right, for being thank on. Thank you. Well, we just love doing it. Believe me. <laughs> Hearing about you and your passion for wieners. All right, let's try this. Line one. A quick ones today, you know. Mm-hmm. I gave my bestie this salon treatment and all of her hair fell out. <gasps> wow. Oh. Drunk. Yeah, yeah. Drunk. I've 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 unfortunately done some drunk hair dyeing. That's when you it either falls out or you get the blonde, and then you have to go see a professional. So I'm gonna say drunk. We call it burnt <laughs> it's, orange. It's blonde. Thank you. <laughs> My stylist called it blonde. Tipsy, am I right? I was a drunk adult. Yeah. yeah. Me and a girlfriend were having a girls' weekend, and we decided that since guys sucked, we were going to pamper ourselves and do pseudo spa day, give each other treatments. She wanted a relaxing hair wash and blow out. Like you get in a salon. Right. Um, when I poured out the shampoo and started to massage her scalp, she was like, this isn't shampoo. <sighs> nope. Not shampoo. It was Nair. <gasps> she Oh. For so long. Yeah, I'm sure she was. Oh my God! Oh, you poured fantastic. Nair on her head. That is fantastic. First of all, that stuff smells horrible. So I would have to assume you would know that pretty quickly that that was Nair. But also, didn't that burn? Oh my! I can't forget well. the pepper spray, the arsenic. Just nail somebody with yes, Nair. Disgusting. Not only you stop them in their tracks, suddenly their oh. legs are bare. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby's behind. It's horrible. Well, there you go. As quickly as it began, it's over again. Tipsy or toddler, if you'd like to be in the next edition, please text us or message us. We'd love to have you. Hello. Hey, well, we got uh, callers trying to get through play for some free money. Let's go grab caller number 10. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi, hi, hi. hi. Am, I, am I number 10? No. Oh, come yeah. on. Okay, fine. You're number 10. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> I just felt like being obstinate oh, for some that reason. That was mean. You are the 10th caller through. You get to play. Oh, <laughs> What's your name? Susan. Well, it's good to have you, Susan. It's a number between 107, 1007, a number ending in seven. What do you think it is? If you get it on the nose, the money is all yours. 197. 197, you say? That's what I said. Well, you are right. It is 197, so you get that money. Oh, I'm so excited. This is so fun. Good thing you were calling number 10, huh? Yeah, it's a good thing. $197 cash season. I hope you enjoy it, okay? I certainly will, and I'll give you a big birthday gift. Oh, thank you very much for that. Well, they didn't ask me how old I was. I appreciate it. Susan Paul, I'm told her name is. Susan Paul, Tom's River, $197 cash. What a nice way to start Thursday morning. Pretty yes. good. That means a brand new cash jackpot number 13 shall debut. We'll take our first stab at it coming up about 9 o'clock this morning. We'll play uh, three more times today here. High-low free cool. money game. Another satisfied cash winner. Way to go, Susan. That was mean. I don't know why I said, uh, am I caller 10? Nope. I'm just kidding. You are. I don't know. 
because we just say the same thing. Where are you calling from? What are you right. doing? I don't, just right. to, I don't know. Mixing it up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Scaring them. <laughs> you want 197 bucks. She's just doing A-OK. She's doing just fine. Yes. As yes, Joe would is. say, she's doing fine. Fine. <laughs> I remember you used to go, your caller number, your uh, you know, what's your name? Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. Oh, you're caller number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. See, that's just cruel. That's cruel. If you're going to uh, go ahead and let her win, then fine. I mean, I didn't let her win. She had the right guess. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld was doing a show in uh, Boston the other night. It's big uh, rumors now. And the, the rumor mill is spinning here because he, he was asked, you know, do you hate the final episode of Seinfeld? That's kind of a running joke that everybody thinks the finale of Seinfeld 25 years ago was lousy. And he said, yeah, I, I have hated it. Oh. I'm hearing fans. So Larry, David, and I are putting something together. It's going to be big. That's all I can say. Don't tell anybody. You know, That's all I can say. Don't tell anybody now. What's the deal with my finale? So anyway, there's all kinds of rumors now that a Seinfeld reunion of some sort is happening to do a... A re- and that seems very Seinfeldian, doesn't it, to do a, sure. a, a second try at their finale? Well, it's also 25 years after the show ended, yeah. so yeah. it would be a good time to do it. It was 80 million viewers back in May of 1998. I can't imagine, no matter how big a deal it is, they're going to get that kind of viewership. It just don't happen anymore. But No, that doesn't. I feel like he's a little crusty lately. You see Jerry interviewed? He's a little, he's a little crusty. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. I always liked Jerry a lot. I still like Jerry, but he just seems like uh, it was like he's getting a little grumpy as well, time has gone on. Haven't we all? I suppose so, but <laughs> it seems a little off-brand for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But again, you get all that money. I guess it doesn't make any difference how you behave, <laughs> no. but it'd be interesting to see uh, if he gets crisp. everybody together. I, and, you know, Michael Richards has been, Kramer has been in all kinds of controversy over the last couple of years because he shot his mouth off and used the N-word and horrible. Oh, he did? Yeah. So oh, I don't, uh, I don't know if you can bring Michael Richards back. I mean, I don't know how you do it without Kramer, but I don't know how you bring him back. And then a lot of the other people are, you know, maybe not a lot, but there's a couple of them I don't think are alive anymore. You know, because remember they had the Soup Nazi and Uncle Leo and all those characters from the right, show. I don't know right. if all those people are still alive. I know the people played his parents aren't. So I don't know. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's true. Possible Seinfeld reunion, at least for one episode. Now, didn't they do this already on Curb Your Enthusiasm? I feel like they did. Where Larry had all of them back on his show. Kind of. Yeah. yeah I, I know what you're talking about. But if you're not... If you're not someone who watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, you, you never would have seen it. No. So I think it's fun to do for a 25-year reunion to have everybody who you can back. Well, the year's almost the show, over. They but... better hurry up if it's going to be a 25th anniversary. <laughs> Meanwhile, the new uh, Frasier debuts today if you get the Paramount+. Plus. Uh... It's just Kelsey Grammer. There's nobody else. I don't know how I feel about that. All they... the other people said, no, it's just him. I know. And the way that they're doing the show is they're basically just picking it up like... Nothing ever happened. Well, like that's all no- these reboots. You know, there was Will and Grace a couple of years ago. I don't know, but they're they're at least with those and the Gilmore Girls. They they recognize that time has gone on. Whereas this one, I believe, I haven't seen it yet. Literally, is just picking up from like the last episode. No, well, he's aged a long time. Well, that's so what I'm saying. So it seems kind of strange to me. But it's not in well, Seattle. He's back to Boston because the character remember started on Cheers. Yes. So for what that's worth, mm. that's where I'm from, right, Joe Boston? Yeah. <laughs> There's a Anything study from Hartford. Uh, yeah, that's right. There's a study from Wallet Hub. Speaking of cities, it has ranked 100 cities determined the best and worst cities to drive in. Oh, has to do with traffic. Has to do with potholes. Has to do with uh, driver frustration. Uh, accessibility. Four of the uh, ten best cities are in Texas. Most of their big cities: Dallas, Houston, Austin. Interesting. All on the list. Four of the worst in California. Also in the top 100: Jersey City, Newark, and New York. Those are worst, right? Those are uh, on the, the bottom half. Yeah. So yeah. I would go. 
<laughs> I would call just... them some of the worst cities to drive in. Yes, matter yeah, of fact, I... New York is almost dead last at number ninety-three. Mm. The worst I mean, city I don't to know drive how Jersey in. Jersey cities, even then, that Jersey City doesn't have any highways. I mean, they've got the turnpike, and why? You know, I mean, it's right. not like it's. Um, it's just, you know, a place to go through when you're going to the Holland Tunnel. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know how they can put that as the worst. Well, Newark, I get. Yeah. But um, I'm imagining yeah. Jersey City's on the list because you sit in traffic trying to get into the tunnel. That's going to yeah, be That's got to be it. Yeah. Hmm. Dead last. But uh, I would think that'd be New York, though. But anyway, New York's number 93. Very dead last. They've got uh, Washington, D.C., believe it or not. Atlanta. Really? Atlanta, number 99. Hmm. That's interesting. Atlanta's tough. I, yeah, that's like an eight lane highway that's always packed. But I would have thought California would have been up there as the worst. No, well, no. I mean they have ten of the uh, ten of the worst, but not the not the <laughs> not very the worst. Very yeah. worst, okay. Not yeah, the the worst. Bronx is always in that top ten of worst worst roads in the country. And when I drive up to Boston, I tell you all the time how horrible Connecticut is. That just just yeah. rebuild that whole state from the ground up. Well, my stepson works up at Sikorsky, and when he comes yeah. here to stop here, he's always, he, he's oh, my God, it's going to take me three and a half hours mm-hmm. to get home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep trying to tell him, look, you'd probably be, be faster if you went up on the um, Merritt Parkway and then drove south coming down to where his house is. But still, I mean, uh, he's <laughs> We'd probably be better off driving to Buffalo and then down at least. You know, at least <laughs> go around. Yeah. Go around. <laughs> Well, when I go up to Boston, well, I used to go up to Boston a lot, but um, as you, uh, well, we used to always take the Tappan Zee and then go north on 684 and then go on, uh, what is that, 84 up there? Yeah, probably the better way to do it. And then the Mass Pike. And yeah. You should have seen the people trying to get out of the parking lot here yesterday. It was like a... Oh, like what a, happened? Like a clown car. Well, they're doing construction at the building and there's just... Oh. It's not built for this many cars in one no. little parking lot. You know, so. No. No. <laughs> That was a traffic jam in and of itself. Joe, we're going apple picking this afternoon. Maybe. Oh, good. Imagine yeah. being an apple I'm allergic. sure you're going to enjoy that. <laughs> Michelle and I have done this before. We've and actually, actually gone apple no, picking I don't hate before, it. yeah. No, you don't hate it? No, no he's, he's very good at getting the good apples that are still on the tree because he's so tall. Yeah. Whereas right. I'm always have to pick up the ones that have fallen on the ground that are covered in bees because I can't reach the tree. <laughs> so I actually right. really enjoy apple picking with him. He might give you that pole that you that you yeah. can grab. Yeah. But being as tall as I am, you might say I don't have to settle for the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I think I like the fact that I know there's a payoff at the end because she's already bought the pie crust and I'm getting an apple pie out of this. <laughs> so then there's it's like Strange. dangling the cheese in front of the mouse. Right. <laughs> I don't have a problem going. Where is this place we're going? By the way, you don't need to shout them out. But where is it? Is uh, it out in the middle of nowhere? South Brunswick. So it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It'll be fun. And I figure part of your plan is also there happens to be an on-the-border Mexican restaurant over there. No. So that's going to be part of the plan is do Taco Thursday, right? No. <laughs> it's not. We'll take some pictures of me apple picking. <laughs> <laughs> that ought to be entertaining. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's the last place you expect to see Robbie is apple picking out in the field with nature. Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking the other day in the uh, in the Asbury Park Press. There's a ton of those kinds of things going on this weekend everywhere. Oh, sure. Just about everywhere you go, there's there's some sort of festival or uh, you know what they're doing in Tom's River? It's really cool. They have that scarecrow thing where they where people make scarecrows and then they put them up in downtown Tom's River. Mm. And then between now and Halloween, you walk around and you, you can vote on whatever scarecrow you think is the best one. Oh, and that's give really a prize fun. at the end. Yeah, that's kind of neat. That's yeah. really fun. Yeah. Oh, I think we mentioned we had chili the other night. She gave me this uh, protein bread, the keto bread, which is yeah. too filling. I don't like it at all. So last night. Right. She made a cornbread, put the sugar on the cornbread with the butter, and then we oh. had that with the chili and just cut up the uh, the hot dogs, put the turkey dogs, put those in the chili. 
So I was dunking the cornbread in the chili. <laughs> Holy crap, that was nice. You know, you you would already if you would eat the stuff you eat, right? Yeah. If it were regular stuff, as opposed to what your beautiful wife there, you know, makes and and, uh-huh. and makes you healthy, you'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, mean, listen, there are a lot of people wishing I was. Let me tell you, the stuff you eat is is, but but then you say, oh, it's a turkey hot dog with yeah. the turkey chili, and I'm like. If you had a regular hot dog with regular chili and, <laughs> no. you know, the bread with all the, you know, the big loaf of Italian bread with five pounds of butter on it, you know. and <laughs> It would be, uh, be amazing if I was still alive after all that. It would be it? amazing. It really would be. <laughs> you got diabetes. Everybody I know has got hey, diabetes. Listen, you got, don't worry about it. He Just, doesn't because I buy sugar-free everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Uh, is, he told me my sugar levels were starting to get higher than they should be, but they were still within range. So I'm still doing okay. And you're right. Because Rochelle cooks uh, healthy but yeah. Yet oh, yeah. very tasty food, organic yeah. food, and does all that stuff for me. I'd be the same thing here. I mean, with all the chicken and everything else that we eat here, I- I'm surprised I don't have feathers. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that fish. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's, uh... well, that is just, that is just awful in every possible way. Oh my God! <laughs> I think your problem is that during the dark period you didn't eat as healthy as you should have. Now Marianne takes good oh, care no. of you, you know. No, so. well, she was trying to kill me. That's why. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm sure. Right. Absolutely. I got something out Actually, from. That's uh, not fair. I shouldn't say that. That's well, you know. that's that's wrong. I mean, that's just wrong. There, I, I apologize. Just in case any of her friends or family are listening, yeah, I apologize. We don't. For that. Joe doesn't want to start writing the checks again. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong with his quill pen. There's something out from. Uh, this is good. Listen to this from BuzzFeed this morning. Uh, producers for the Family Feud show have given some of their favorite answers to questions. You know where they go. You know, in the twenty seconds, you're going to name the answer. Yeah. So, for example, there's a one. Uh, Steve Harvey says, uh, "Name something associated with vampires." Now, the number one answer was Twilight. Oh, I would have said blood. <laughs> Blood was number two, followed okay. by garlic. But then there were, uh, they had a contestant that gets on there and says, uh, lawyers. Oh. <laughs> so that was one That's of their favorites. That's hilarious. That's pretty good, right? Name something That's in hilarious. A, name something in a bakery a baker might call his wife. Sugar. <sighs> Sugar was the number one answer. Honey. Mm-hmm. This person said honey buns. Honey buns. Yep. Another person said oven. So both of them got a zero. Oven? Hey, no. Don't they, call your wife oven. There's my oven. There's <laughs> my wife the oven over there. Listen to this. If your dog ran away, name something you might be surprised that he took with him. Number one answer, leash collar. Mm. This, this dumbbell gets up there and goes, uh, the cat? <laughs> Although that's really funny, but no. You got to imagine, though, when these people are on the game shows, it's you get nervous, you get stressful. Yeah. And that, then if you're the fourth person down who's got to do the fourth or fifth answer, it's hard. It's hard that you got to think yeah. of something that's obscure. So I understand. Name something that might come out your nose when you laugh. Number snot. one. An- well, snot was what they said. The number one answer was water, milk, soda. It was all oh, beverages. This okay. person goes, boogers. <laughs> that's what I would have said. <laughs> Name the qualities of a bad boss. Number one answer was incompetent. Mm. This person said John. <laughs> so I think he's, <laughs> he's thinking of somebody in particular, I suspect. Anyway, I thought that was pretty good from the producer uh, of the Family Feud show. Pretty that's good. That's great. That just reminded me of a guy, a buddy of mine, old high uh, grammar school kid, used to be able to, at will, get the milk come out of his nose. Ew. It was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. It squirted everywhere. Ew. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in third, fourth grade. That's sure. big. Sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Time for your mystery newbie of the day. This is a little snippet of a fairly new song, song out in the last year or so. Now, I told Kermit, I think we've done this one before. 
If we have, it's been a while, so I guess okay. it's fine. But I feel like we've done this one before. It's a good one. It's, a, mm. it's an earworm. It's one of those songs that gets stuck in your head once you hear the song. But it's a fairly new, you know, yesterday we did the Misty Roldy, right? The song is an old song. Yes. This is a song that is not that old. It came out within the last year or so. Correctly identify it. Be the first person to do it. 732-774-4444. And we'll set you up with passes into Wheel of Fortune Live at the Count Basie on November 5th. Here it is. Your hmm. mystery newbie. Again, I feel like we've done this before. If we have to, I do have a larger clip, but we're going to try and start with that because I think it's doable with just this one note. I like name that tune, right? The mystery Um, newbie. I'm so bad at this. Nothing jumps out of you, huh? No. One more time? Yeah, one more time. 732-774-4444. Start on line one. Good morning. It's boss, mystery newbie. What do you think? Say it again. Dance, dance monkey. monkey. Dance monkey. Is that what it is? Dance for me, dance yep, that's what it is. Oh, 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 oh. oh my look God. Good job, Matt. How did you. you get that from that one note? That's pretty good. I, I, just, I didn't get it. The kids got it. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, good every, job, guys. You got a, a pair of passes into Wheel of Fortune Live at the Count Basie Center for the Arts on November the 5th. Nice job. Oh, which one of you do I bring? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not, uh, that's not up to me. That's up to you. What is your name? So, uh, Joe Mac. Kennedy. All right, Jill, hang on the line. We'll get all your info. Nice job, kids. Okay? Okay. All right, don't hang up. We'll get your info, get you those Wheel of Fortune passes. That's it. Dance Monkey. Can you play a little? Can you play that one more time? Tones and I. So here's the little name that tune deal that uh, we picked out. Oop. Maybe. Kermit, you got it? Ooh. There it is. Okay. And here's a little longer clip. Okay. And there's the hook. I told you that's song. kind of a that's kind of a catchy little it song, is. isn't it? Wow, good ear. That's impressive. Wheel of Fortune Live. Wow. First guess. <laughs> Boom. I don't have we done that before? I, I thought we had, but it doesn't matter. We get a winner. So That's nice, very fun. nice job, Jill. Time for hashtag mom. Speaking of moms, mom, we search that hashtag on all the socials at Robbie and Rochelle Radio at 1071 The Boss on the Text Connect. And we share what it's like being a mom, being a parent in this day and age every morning about 720, 920 or so, like this. Stacy Thompson said, My oldest legit just said, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's pretty rare that the f- the prototype is the best version, but here I am. <laughs> you confident in yourself? Yes. Lisa, Lisa Arthur said, my three-year-old came home from school mad because one of the boys poked her in her eye. Mm. I asked her if she talked to the teacher, and she said yes, but the teacher didn't have a chance to address it because the boy fell out of his chair and broke both of his arms. Oh, my God. Okay, then. Three years old, that's going to be a little preschool, right? I don't. How do you fall out of a chair and break both of your arms? <laughs> Take some talent, that's for sure. They broke the prototype on that one. At Olive Olive seventy nine said, "Sex ed for teens should include loading a kids loading kids stroller, groceries, sports equipment, and more groceries into the car while it's pouring rain." That'll that's a that's all <laughs> that's all the uh, everything you need for abstinence. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 7.20 and 9.20. Hashtag sex deterrent, I guess you could call it. (laughs) Fast five, birthday's on the way. And now, modern day Roman Empire dudes. My friends and fellow Romans, we gather for tonight's baseball play office, Gamius. And even though we root for different teams, Sleazebagius, may mine get many grand slammius. Doubtful numbnutsius. Will your son, Gen Zeus, be joining us? 
Sorry, Dorkwaticus, for I cannot attend. I'll be at my college fall formulas, wearing a tuxedoous. Well, son, wordius of advicius, don't, don't forget, forget the, the Trojans. Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Join us next time for modern day Roman Empire dudes. Scratch again. Jill and her kids said it was the kids that did it, but Jill called in. Mom called in from Highlands. Get that pair of patches to Wheel of Fortune Live. Count Basie Center for the Arts, November 5th. Directly identify our mystery newbie today as Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey. Tones and I. Yes. That's the name of the group. That's fun. Going to be a one-hit wonder, I suspect, but... I don't know if it's even a group. It's like a little thing from TikTok, a little loop, and then it became That's all a... all they did was loop it. Became a hit tune that people mm-hmm. want to... Ooh, I want to download that. Dance Monkey, uh, Mystery Newbie. Tomorrow we'll do a Real or Fake about 710 for your last chance to win some passes in to Wheel of Fortune Live. So if you want those, don't miss that 710 tomorrow. Here comes Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, powered by the URSB Carteret Performing Arts Center. Don't miss Southern Rock Fest. That goes on tomorrow night, featuring Brothers Revival and special guest Classic Skinnered Live by Southern Steel. For tickets, go to CarteretPAC.com. That's Carteret Pack. Dot com. Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thoughts you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. And please stay in touch on all the socials. We're at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. That's for after they kick us out of here. You can still follow us on there. Yeah, and see, if we've, see if we've died. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us at 1071 The Boss. <laughs> cool. <laughs> wherever you get your podcast or right there on our page, 1071TheBoss.com. It's a rosy outlook, isn't it? Very rosy. Number five, I love this little kid. He's out for the out for the evening with his parents in New York, and he's just pretending he's in a Rat Pack. His name is Marcelo Di Gregorio. Oh. He gets up and belts out beyond the sea, having dinner at an Italian restaurant in the oh city with God. his parents, and now it's gone viral because, of course, someone taped him. Seven years old. Wow. I'll tell you what, That's that kid. so cute. He's going to go on the America's Got Talent because that kid's got talent, don't you oh think? Oh my gosh, that was adorable. That's who we're booking for the blast off next <laughs> summer. <laughs> Perfect. Little Marcello is pretty good. Very cute. My my ex wishes she sang that well. <laughs> and she's 50. Oh. Number four. <laughs> on all accounts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right in the checks. Uh, Gen Z are uh, roasting uh, older people online. These are kids that are about, what is Gen Z now? I think that's 18 to 30, something in there. Something like that, So if yeah. you're, you're older than that, you're 40. They're making Younger kids are making fun of the 40-plus people, okay? Cool. Because if I said out of pocket, what would you take that to mean? The expression, I'm going to be how out of pocket. Gonna, how much you're going to spend, right? Well, well, that's interesting because that doesn't go with uh, how much you're spending out of pocket. Right, yeah, it's like out of pocket? Yeah, I guess that would make sense. But I, see, when I read it, I did what most people would do, apparently, at least of my generation, which is think if I'm out of pocket, it means I'm not here. I'm on vacation. I'm oh. not going to be able to answer my email. Like, I'm not going to pick up the phone because I'm out of pocket. Oh, okay. For young kids, it means uh, things are chaotic and out of hand. So if it's out of pocket, it's not Oh, kind of like playing pool. It's not in the pocket. But you make a good point. Rochelle, once again, thinking about the cash. <laughs> Yes, that's not the most common answer, though. Well, I had, how much I do I have to spend? And I how much is out either. of pocket? I don't know. Here's the video with the uh, the kids trolling older people. My boss, every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, yeah. she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. <laughs> it just cracks me up every time because it's like... What you gonna get up to, girl? 
I didn't realize it meant something different to younger people. I had no idea. They just live there. It's true. They, younger people just live their own mm-hmm. life, okay? They have their own words, too, because Lola will say something to me, and it took me forever to get the what the T meant, because she would say the T. She would say- Like testosterone? No, no. She would say, uh, I've got some tea for you, and I had no idea- Like read the tea leaves? It's it's spill the tea, like she's going to give me information. She's got juicy gossip, but like she has her own language. I have no idea what she's saying. Half of the things she says to me, I have to Google, and I just, I'm like, oh yeah, sounds good, and then I go and Google it, and I'm- this is going to sound super uh, dated. Now, listen, I wasn't around in the 50s, okay? That's before my time, but I love that music, and there's a song that was out that time, and you listen to it now, and you think to yourself, I wonder how older people, you figure they were born in like 1915, right? You know, mm-hmm. people that were dads in the 50s, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Beaver Cleaver people? Sure. What did they think of like, kooky, kooky, let me your comb? I don't know if you remember that song, but it uses all that lingo of the time. You know, it was, uh, that is just rad, girl, and super cool, daddy-o, and that sort of thing. You wonder, you know, at that time, how right. older people felt about that sort of thing. Probably which, of course, now you hear it, and it sounds corny as hell. So I wonder if it's the same thing now. We hear these TikTokers. And Absolutely. It makes us feel like these old people. I, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I'll be out of pocket uh, very shortly here. <laughs> so follow me on the social to see if I've died. Bonus, bonus story. <laughs> Minnesota man has broken the world record. I love these things. Guinness World Record for uh, heaviest pumpkin. Pumpkin weighed in at 2,749 <gasps> pounds. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's a lot of pie. It sure is. Travis Ginger. I talked about the logistics of weighing the pumpkin, and he broke the previous record as well, which is which is kind of exciting. This thing's not going to weigh on a four by four scale. I said it needs something bigger. I mean, the thing's seven foot five long by six Uh, foot seven. Whoa! Yeah, they had to buy a new scale for it. This thing's been surprising. This thing's named Michael Jordan. And I'm sure Michael is just thrilled he's got a pumpkin named after him. What kind of fertilizer is that guy using that that pumpkin grew? It, in one season, it grew yeah. 2,000 pounds? Yeah. How, what are you using? There's something not right about that. There's, there's something going on there. There's something ungodly, unnatural yeah. about what's going on. Yeah. Grow yourself a 2,749-pound pumpkin. That's insane. All I know is I got neighbors that would love to put decorations all over this thing out in their front yard <laughs> and just make a spec to ruin the neighborhood. You know? <laughs> got those neighbors. Number three, Michael Jackson's black and white jacket from that famous 1984 Pepsi ad. Isn't it? He got burned. You remember? That's when he started all that weird stuff with his oh. face. That after that ad? His hair caught fire and he had some burn on his oh. face and that's when he did the first plastic surgery and then he's like, oh, I like it. I'll do some more. Hmm. <laughs> also, change my skin color too. Also, break my nose and t- take off okay. my nose. Okay. All right. He did the 1984 Pepsi ad and they had him re-record uh, Billy Jean. Uh, well, the black and white jacket that was used during that ad uh, is going on the auction block with a bunch of other rock and roll memorabilia. They got Eric Clapton's guitar. They got mm. another guitar from uh, Kurt Cobain. They got a oh, gu- wow. I think there's a gun in Elvis. All of a sudden, we're finding all of Elvis's guns. I feel like his granddaughter took over Graceland. She's selling all this crap. Probably. Get granddad's guns out of here. Mm-hmm. So they're expecting uh, Michael Jackson's jacket to go for a million dollars or more, believe Whoa. it Whoa. Well, I mean, what do you do with that? Unless you're a museum or something, like the Motown yeah. Museum or the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What are you doing with Michael Jackson's jacket? I, I think a lot of that stuff does belong in some sort of museum. It's what... Like you said, you're going to display it in your house for who to see. Who I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't want it in my house. I don't want Michael Jackson's clothes in my house. That's weird. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I guess it's weird. If there we go. You remember this commercial? Yes, I do remember this. I don't now, remember what they paid him, but I tell you what, Pepsi spent a lot of money getting him to mm-hmm. do Billy. That's right when Billy Jean was was the thing, you know. Yeah. I don't want Michael Jackson's clothes in my house. 
<laughs> sure you do. Get my glove. Nice for shoveling the snow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it burn my face. Let me get all the plastic. Oh, I like the plastic surgery. Me too, Michael. Me too. He. <laughs> Bonus story. He. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Give me back my jacket. <laughs> I want it. It's my jacket. All right, enough. You stole my jacket. <laughs> all right. I wonder if it was on fire. Did you get char on the jacket? Because again, he got burned up pretty bad. His hair coming on. He had that. Imagine how much hairspray. Remember he had that curly, yeah, curly hair back yeah, then? Yeah, yeah. That was between the fro and the curly hair, and then whatever he was. I think he had a wig at the end. He was a oh, wig. maybe. There's a wig. I don't know. He had like a Catherine Zeta Jones wig at the he end. Wore a lot of, he wore a lot of hats. Yeah. So. Blanket. <laughs> Bonus story. <laughs> 104 year old Chicago woman. We reported on this just last week. Broke the world record, speaking of world records, for oldest person to go tandem skydiving. She passed away this week, a week later, at the age of 104. Here's her friend uh, Joe, not uh, not our Joe, but her friend Joe Continent, talking about her, well, his now dearly deceased friend, Dorothy Hofter, who for one brief six-day period held the record before she croaked a week later. Poor Dorothy, after going uh, tandem skydiving. I was having dinner with Dorothy, and I mentioned that I was going skydiving. And she said, that sounds like fun. I want to do it, too. Right. I looked up to see who the oldest skydiver in the history of the world was, and it was a Swedish woman who was 103, and I realized Dorothy would break the world's record. Age is only a number, you know. There she is. They clipped for her, and now she's dead. You know what? What an amazing last <laughs> yeah, week of life. That's fantastic. You lived to 104, which is absolutely incredible. Sure. In the last week of your life, you went skydiving. Break a Guinness World Record. Go out on top, baby. Way to leave a mark. That's absolutely. amazing. That's amazing. That's a great. That, I mean, it's it's it is sad that she passed away, but that's a that's a great story. And kind of like the uh, overarching uh, takeaway from this entire uh, Robbie and Rochelle Fast Five is kind of a metaphor for my career. Just uh, splat. You're having a day, aren't you? Hee <laughs> hee. Kind of like me too. Okay. I got the plastic surgery and then it was all downhill from all there. All right, enough with the Michael stuff. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy my coat. It's my coat. Okay. <laughs> Number two, you see yeah, this deal about uh, Jada and Will? So Jada Pinkett Smith interviewed on the Today Show with Hoda Kadby yesterday, who's very nice, by the way. Joe, you ever meet the Hoda? I like the Hoda. She's very uh, nice. No, never met her. Ran into the Hoda at uh, 30 Rock. She could not have been nicer. Very, very, very nice. Big fan. Very good on the air as well. Yeah, she is good. Anyway, she got Jada on there, and Jada says that her and Will have not been together, together, you know, functioning as a normal married couple, even though they are yeah, not yeah, divorced. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah. There ain't no nine and in in there going on. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. They're not even having dinner together since 2016. I mean, oh, we're good for him. We're inching it up on a decade now. So here's uh, Jada talking about why they haven't gotten a divorce, but why they're not together on today, yesterday. I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? In regards to how do we present that to people? Yeah. I like Hoda there. Like I said, isn't she good? She's like, no, you're a straight shooter. Except you're not Except right you're now. Not. Except sometimes you're not. <laughs> Except what kind of a question is that? <laughs> That's fantastic. Except right now you're lying. So go ahead and tell everybody why you're lying. That was good. Good I, on I, you, Hoda. I'm Except not a fan not. of Jada. I don't. I don't know. There's, no, there's, there's something. Little... Something there, and their relationship is has been so strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Slapgate to. Well, it's I mean, funny. Thank you for mentioning that because here's an interesting part of this. She says that uh, for a while, Chris Rock. 
who was friends with Will, yes. got to know her through Will and had reached out after Chris. Chris reached out after he was divorced and had asked her to go out. Will knew about this. So I'm wondering if the reason Will lost his mind at the Oscars last year is oh. because the two of them, Joe, nya, 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 and he didn't like yeah, it. There you go. And that's why he's like, keep your keep my wife's name out your mouth because he was mad that Chris was trying to put the moves on his wife. It would make it all make a lot more sense now, wouldn't it? Pretty good. Interesting. That does Look make Look at that detective work I just did. That does make sense. Yeah. It really does. But I do know that they, that Will and Jada said a while ago that they had an open marriage. So even when they were good. Doesn't mean that Will likes it because Chris true. is his buddy. And what's Chris true. do? He calls up his wife. You don't like that. Yeah. No guy likes that. Yeah. So I feel like that's the whole deal. That's that's huh. interesting. That's very interesting. I'm like Columbo. Look at me Look coming at up with all. <laughs> oh, this is like Law and Order uh, Will Smith division. Look at this. Yeah, more like Barney Fife. <laughs> <laughs> I figured all of that out. Number one, someone had experts explain the reason behind what's called hashtag latchkey incontinence. This is your urge to go pee-pee grows as you get closer to a toilet. They say there's science that proves that your brain knows that you're close to relieving yourself and it tells your bladder muscles to contract, meaning it's even harder to hold it. And there was a study funded by who? Oh, it's a university study, so uh, a grant. Okay. Not okay. your taxpayer dollars at work. That's amazing. Say, but yeah, that's in the federal government, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing good work every single day. Oh, yeah. Peepee studies. Peepee study. Latchkey oh, incontinence. You get a little bit closer, you're getting edging forward in that line. It's true. That does happen, though. See, mine is the it other happens, way. absolutely. I don't know if they needed to study it. <laughs> Mine's the other guys in a room trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, I mean, come on. Mine's the other way around. You have a wife. I, really? get in, I get in there and I get up to the stage and then I just freeze, you know? Mm, you got stage fright. I'm huh? like, a, I'm like a William Hung on American Idol. I just get out there and it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> she bang! She bang! It's just bad, you know That's what I mean? It's just bad, huh? Yeah, not great. That was hilarious. Thursday. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. Joe, go find uh, go find me. She bangs by uh, William. William Hung. Hung. While I do the All birthday right. file here. Uh, Josh Hutcherson from the Hunger Games. You got a new one of those coming out. Mm-hmm. He's thirty-one. Kirk Cameron, fifty-three. Hugh Jackman. Oh, Talk yes. about divorce, mm-hmm. 55 today. Lynn Shea, you know her as Elise in all those uh, insidious horror movies. She's Ooh. 80. And Sam Moore, the great Sam Moore, I'm a soul man, baby. He's 88 mm-hmm. today. Mm. National Savings Day and National Farmer's Day. Like all those farmers out there in Brick, happy Farmer's Day. Growing those 2,000-pound pumpkins. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. You got it? Yeah, this is the uh, preliminary stuff. Hold on, when he walks up, hold on. Talk to me. There he is. Tell me your name. Mm. You blow me off like it's all the same. <laughs> you live in fears and I'm breaking away. This is the video like of it. And you see yeah, Simon. This is good. <laughs> he does the dance. Oh, baby. She, she moves. moves. She, she moves. moves. And then a blue Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Yeah. And Paula like Abdul's up dancing. Every girl. In history, she Yeah, I know that's that's enough of that. You know what's great about that though? No, wait, he wait, wait, listen, he is listen. more famous than some of the people that won it's American true. Idol. More it people is. remember that you can't clip. Sing. You can't dance. Yeah. So what do you want me to say? And you know, I have no professional training. <laughs> Shocking. No. We didn't believe it either. <laughs> That's a great moment in American history right there. William oh, Hung. Oh, that is. was... Uh, I remember watching that and falling off the chair. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. Why are we even... I don't even know why we're talking about that. I don't know why that. you brought it up. I, I don't either. Oh, yeah, it was about me not being able to pee in a public restroom. Oh. That's right. I right. William Hung. Yeah. William Hung. Hey, see what I... this show? Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't get anything anywhere else like this, where <laughs> you start out talking about government surveys about peeing, and we go right into William Hung. That's right. I mean, there's nothing... <laughs> nowhere else are yep. you going to get this. You know what else you don't get on that point station is Shannon for much longer. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Now, why are you? Because they posted the job. I told you. I'm telling you they're getting a third person on their show. Nope. Okay. All right, fine. This is an we official bet. I, make- I will take you out again on the border Mexican restaurant for tacos if I'm wrong. Well, you live, you live large, man. I tell you what. That's a heck of a... <laughs> I'll take that bet because I love me some on the border tacos yeah. and margaritas. <laughs> that's right. The tequila is still the same. Yes, it is. <laughs> also, at the rate this week is going, I think I'm applying myself for that gig. Right, so. There you go. All right. I went to high school with a girl named Iffy. There's a fun fact for you. Really? I forgot about her till just this moment. What was her moment. first name? It was, yeah, it was a big, long name, but her nickname was Iffy. It was Iffy. Like, I forget what it was. If a Huawei or something, and we call her Iffy. Hmm. That's kind of cute. Like the weather this weekend, a little Iffy. A little Iffy. It's He Said. Yep. She Said. Yep. With Robbie and Rochelle. I'll tell you what. Joe's answer, he had to go do his TV thing, his uh, Zoom thing, but... His answer could be traffic, without a doubt, because I've seen him do it. No preparation, he just goes. What is something you could give a 40-minute presentation on, like a TED Talk, with absolutely no preparation at all? Mm. They put you in front of a couple of coworkers up on a big stage, you just go. You know your stuff. Interesting. I think a lot of men probably could say uh, football, sports. Sure. You know, talk about their 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 favorite team and their players the and the, the statistics, the mm-hmm. stats of the team. Yes. Or it's baseball, whatever. Some people probably say... Their favorite movie or movies. Yeah. Go up there and talk about, uh, you know, Back to the Future. Talk about Batman, whatever it is that you're into. Give a 40-minute presentation. Just get up there and go with no preparation at all. (sighs) How do you answer that? I would say, I mean, there's there's probably a lot of things I could do because I love to do research on things. Yeah. Uh, plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. I'm I, sure you I could. read all the stuff and things about it. I'm totally prepared. I know the aftercare. I know the before care. I know everything that happens during the procedure. I could probably perform the procedure if I really had to. She puts on the Grey's Anatomy in the afternoon. And she's like, I know how to do this surgery. You know what they're going to do is they're going to do an incision in the left uh, temple. And I don't know how you know this stuff, but you do. And they, they say that they have doctors that consult that show, so it's somewhat realistic. Yeah. It's amazing to me that you... Yeah, if you yeah. got a collapsed yeah. lung, you got a puncture right in between your, sure. your second and third rib and pop a straw in there and release the lung. I know what I'm telling you. You're like one of those rogue doctors over the, in Tijuana <laughs> over the line yeah. performing surgeries. Um, along those lines, pregnancy, because when I was pregnant with both the kids, yeah. I all I did was read about everything that happens, everything that could happen, at all the risks, all the rewards, everything for any type of you know labor. Now, I'm sure any care. woman that has gone through pregnancy, any person that's gone through some sort of a procedure, a, a surgery, you'd be able to talk about yeah. it with some intelligence. Because yeah. once you go through it, you want to know everything about it because right. you're going through it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's true. Um, you sent me something on uh, how they fertilize uh, crops. <laughs> you're talking about how unhealthy. Because I said, I don't eat processed foods because I, I don't go to fast food places. And you're like, nope, you're still eating stuff that's still, bad for you. I mean, this whole thing about the pesticides they use to produce enough food, you know, because we're all a bunch of fat pigs in this country. Well, it's just, it's really interesting to read on some of that stuff. And when I was in the process of losing a lot of weight, right. I did a lot of research on, you know, why why are you gaining weight even though you think you're eating what is diet food yeah. and it's not really diet food. It's horrible for you. And you just, if, if you can't read the ingredients on the back of it, it's not good for you. So yeah, I could probably do a Ted talk on all of that. So here's the question. You're doing a Ted talk. You're giving a big presentation, like 40 minutes or so. You just get up there and go without any preparation. What would your topic be? What could you talk about? Give us a little run through maybe. 
Seventh and not for 40 minutes, but it'll run through. 732-774-4444. Call us. Lines are open, wide open. You can text the same number or get us on Facebook. We'll get to those names. You give a, you just go with no preparation. You just talk and you'll be good to go. Your he said. She said. Which is presented by our friend Dr. Anthony Lombardi, Lombardi Plastic Surgery Center, the number one injection office in New Jersey online, LombardiPlasticSurgery.com. Cash winner this morning. Nice going. Susan. He wasn't losing or mm-hmm. boozing. She was winning 197 bucks. Yes. She might have been boozing this morning. I guess. You don't know. Sounded you like don't a, know. Sounded like there might have been a nip in that coffee. No. <laughs> I she won, hope so. She won $197. Tom's River this morning, our first player in the high-low free money game for the morning. So we will premiere jackpot number 13 coming up after 9. Another chance to win here. High-low free money game, 107 won the boss. Meanwhile, your he said. She said. What can you give a 40-minute presentation on. I have to get up in front of a group of people, which is kind of a stressful thing in and of itself. You had to do that. Do a little TED talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Be an expert in your field. What could you just go? Just pull the string and go. What topic? Pete says real estate. I could go longer than 40 minutes or classic rock. All right. All right. Fair enough. Superfan Amy says basic accounting with debit and credits. Hmm. I'm an accounting professor at Mercer College. I speak for two hours twice a week for three classes, and I make about three cents an hour, but I love it. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That's like our friend Mark Farrell. He does uh, motivational speaking. Yeah. He goes, oh, he's yeah. like, let me tell you, everybody here is awesome. <laughs> and you, awesome. You, the best. What a great gig that is. Sometimes you just need to hear that. Yeah. You do. You really just He's need to hear He's probably lying through his teeth, but... Well, he doesn't well, know them. But why not? <laughs> what a great gig that is. Everybody loves you as you walk out the room. Yeah. Craig says, building computers for gaming. I've spent the last 10 years running a successful YouTube channel on PC gaming and reviewing compu- pu- computer parts. Hmm. You could probably do cooking. Yeah, I could do cooking. Because uh, we watch those cooking shows like the Beat Bobby Flay, and I go, what would you do in this challenge? You'd be yeah. like, well, I'd probably take those peanuts, and I'd make a... I do a reduction, and you know how to do all that stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know that I could speak for forty minutes on it unless I was reciting some sort of recipe. No, I mean, again, but if you're I just guess... explaining to people what you could do, I bet you the minutes had passed, you wouldn't even realize it. Maybe you know. I don't know. Gina said serial killers. <laughs> people love those true crime so podcasts and all of that. I don't know how I feel about that. Like I don't. <laughs> like it just says serial killers. There's no. There's nothing else. I know that people love those true crime shows, but. So I could just go on anything and not know what I'm talking about. For example, this morning we see a guy as we're uh, pulling out of the place in our community walking his dog, a little Boston Terrier. And I looked at him and I went, that guy's a murderer. You just look at him and you... No. You just know. And I have no reason to, to know that. I have, I'm just talking out my behind. But I feel like I know about it. So I, you give me a topic, I could just go for 40 minutes. I know just enough about enough that I could probably just fake my way through it for a long period of time. I'm telling you, the guy walking his dog at 4 o'clock in the morning, the, his purse dog, okay, it was a Boston Terrier. Yeah, but he had on this little hat and it, he had, had squirrel. Really little beady eyes. It's 44 degrees out. Of no, course no, no. he had <laughs> There was something up with that guy in his Boston okay. Terrier. He just dumped a body out in the okay. woods in Old Bridge. That's my guess. Sure. I told you the story when I was in high school. I, uh, I had to take an extra class because I needed credits or something to graduate. And so somehow I got put into the economics course. You know, mm-hmm. I told you the story. And I was actually taught over to, there was a university that was partnered with our school. So I was taking a university level. I got college credit for it. Economics course. And it was all these smart kids, and we get in the, the school van up to uh, the economic summit for mm-hmm. high school kids all over the region competing <laughs> in economics. Economics. I remember there's this kid, Ying, who's in the thing from me. He's like, you, you're not good at math. You're no good. You shouldn't be here. And I was like, listen, Ying, I got this. Don't you worry. Of course, I had, he was absolutely right. He was a yeah, super whiz kid. He, right. probably, he probably works at NASA now. He's he was that kind a of a kid. Yeah. And, and I had no business 
really even graduating high school. And so I get up there, and everybody else is getting these questions about what's the square root and tri- trigonometry and all this stuff. They ask me, they're like, what happened to Reagan when he was president? I'm like, well. And then I, I did a Reagan impression. Well, uh, my friends, there's uh, money moves, and God, it's morning in America. And, all, and I got the perfect score. You were doing those impressions even in high school? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Perfect score. So um, you just put me up there. I'll just go. How did Ying feel after that? I, I never spoke to him again. And <laughs> These are two people from high school I somehow brought out out of nowhere. This is what happens when you let me drink at night. I'm sorry. This is a great mood. We won't mood do that again. Following morning. <laughs> Could you give a big presentation on just go for 40 minutes, just talk, do a TED Talk with no preparation at all? What's your topic? Mm. What's your thing? What do you know? Like the back of your hand. That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. 774-4444. I know you might think that was insensitive, but that was an uncanny impression of Ying, okay? <laughs> 774-4444. I can picture his little face criticizing me. Still also get angry. A, well, I knew my stuff. No, you didn't. Because if you <laughs> no, had I asked didn't. any other question, no. you absolutely would have stood there and be like, duh. Ying was right. Ying was right. And if he bought this place, I'd be like, oh, you fired. Yeah, Stop. Rightfully it. so. You can also get me on Facebook at 1071 The Boston Hello, my friend. We meet again. Side the hazy reflection. Of a mirror I see you at this time each day As I slowly make my way Into the shower See what this crazy story is with your horrible scopes. It's Uncle Ross Britton. Aries, Mars begins energizing your solar eighth house today. You tend to be driven by instincts during this cycle. You may need to take action or take the lead in connection with shared finances, loans, or debts. No, I don't think so. Taurus, Mars moves into your opposite sign today, and problems festering in a relationship have a way of surfacing now. People could oppose you more than usual during this cycle. Aim to own and acknowledge your role in conflicts for the best results. Gemini, Mars begins its transit of your work and health sectors today, bringing dynamic energy to these areas of life. You can be super motivated to get more work done or take better care of your health and wellness in the period ahead. Super motivated. Cancer, Mars begins its transit of your solar fifth house today, bringing energy to your romance and pleasure sector until November 24th. You might more enthusiastically pursue love, social amusement or hobbies, and pleasure in general. Leo, Mars moves into your solar fourth house today for a stay until November 24th. This shift at times can feel a little chaotic or turbulent, as if you're fighting the tide. Mm. You can feel energetic and enthusiastic about organizing your home or enjoying activities with loved ones. Just drink. Virgo, (laughs) Mars begins its transit of your communication sector today till November 24th. This cycle seems to speed up your daily routine in various ways, and it's a strong period for 
for mental resourcefulness and sharpness and increased motivation to learn and connect with others. Libra, Mars enters your solar second house today until November 24th. You're remarkably resourceful during this cycle. You're also making the most of what you have, including tangible and intangible resources such as money, valuables, know-how, and talents. Scorpio, Mars enters your sign today, bringing much energy to your personality, sometimes to the point of excess. Mars rules your personal energy levels, initiative, and drive, and its presence in your sign can elevate all these things in the week is ahead. Sagittarius, with Mars moving into the sign just behind yours today, you'll be winding down and pacing yourself in the period ahead. Energy can be sometimes at a lower point, but you get to take action on behind-the-scenes areas of your life or resolve long-standing issues. Fine. Capricorn, Mars moves into harmony with your sign today, and you have more energy or are more active with friendship, community, goals, dreams, or social objectives. Overall, energy levels improve as you're confident in your ability to make things happen. Aquarius, Mars enters your solar 10th house today until November 24th. Today, you might enjoy a release from an emotional burden that helps you move forward, or you could be excited and hopeful about new developments on an emotional level. And finally, Pisces, Mars moves into your spirit sector in harmony with your sign today, and you'll find it natural to assert yourself and pursue your desires without too many obstacles in your way. Taking charge of your life comes more easily and naturally, and you believe in your dreams. And those are your Thursday Horrible Scopes. Thank you, Ross. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Yes, it is. You know, TED Talk, those are interesting. They are interesting. I like to watch those on YouTube Mm -hmm. sometimes, Mm -hmm. learn a little something about something. You give a little presentation maybe at work or you get up in front of a group of friends. You just go. No preparation. You know the topic so well. Like the back of your hand, they say, you can just kind of talk. And maybe you're embellishing a little bit. That's all right. <laughs> you got to fill 40 minutes. What would your topic be? What would be your deal? What would be your thing? 732-774-4444. Valerie said, how to pack a carry-on only and travel tips, London, Paris. Hmm. That's fun. And a good skill to have to be able to pack all of your stuff into a carry-on. Just don't go too far because there are people that take these vacations and that's all they want to talk about is their European vacations. You know what I'm saying? I happen to know a lot of people that have recently done vacations to uh, Europe, Italy in particular, and that's all they want to talk about. Oh, the food is so great there. It's like, I got it. Okay? I got it. I'll be, I'll be watching uh, Phil from Everybody Loves Raymond on Netflix, all right? Text from 5776 said, Mixology, wine tasting, and bartending basics. I can tell you about the different spirits and what they're made from, where they came from, and why they work in certain cocktails, proper stem and glassware, how to stir, and the importance uh, the importance of ice quality and size. Much like drinking, in moderation, though. Again, I don't ruin the drink for me. I want to, sure, a little bit of info is fine. Just give me the drink, okay? Yeah. I don't need to hear too much. A lot of info. James said disaster preparation, not that ridiculous doomsday prepper kind, but the kind of preparation you need for a natural disaster. Well, I suppose it's something to think about. That's a good skill to have. And Stephanie said Titanic. (laughs) The movie Titanic? She said, I don't know why, but ever since I was seven, I've had an obsession with the ship and the sinking to the point where I can answer almost any question about it. I'll tell you what, uh, Grayson, our seven-year-old, he's 
I don't know if he could go for 40 minutes, but he could easily do a few, especially if you got him going. He knows a lot he, about the Titanic. He really does. I don't know why. Or how. He, or how. I don't understand where this came from. He's but been he reading does. for a year, and all of a sudden, he's he's got he 600-page books out of the library about the Titanic. Very interested in it. Heard from uh, our friend superfan uh, Ray. He said, bicycling. I didn't realize he was a cyclist. Hmm. He must yeah. be a lot more fit than I knew of. Good for you, Ray. Yeah. And our friend Tito Puente Bryan says he could do 40 minutes on the career and life of Latin jazz mambo legend Tito Puente, which makes sense because he is Tito Puente Bryan. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brian. What yes. could you do a big presentation <laughs> on? Get up and talk. Just go. Do a TED Talk. No preparation at all. We'll keep that going on our Facebook page, or you can always text us. Always open 732-774-4444. Hi, hello. Thank you, boys, some free money. Hello. Hi there. Who is this? This is Rick. Rick, you are the 10th caller through, so you get to play for the money, and you get the first chance of anybody for jackpot number 13, because we had a $197 winner earlier this morning. You feel up to it? Sure. All right, it's between 107 and 1007. It's a number ending in 7, so you can do this. Take a guess. What is jackpot number 13? If you nail it, you win it. 847. 847 is a great guess, but it's too high. Too high. So you can play again at 1 o'clock this afternoon, and I'll get you a boss shirt. You need a boss shirt just for getting through right now, just for playing along? Yeah, sure. Let me tell you something. You don't want problems with your mother-in-law, and I got them, and that's what you don't want. All right, that's what you don't want. You've been chewing on this as we go along here? Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. See, I don't want to text her again. If I text her again, it's going to look desperate, but I'm just going to let it go. just going to let it go. I, yeah, I think I'm going to message her. I won't but say... But don't bring up that I no, told you because it's going to look like I'm up. talking about her. I won't bring it up, but I'll just say, you know, I'll tell her thank you, too. Maybe she, she told me she was getting this for you. Know, maybe you take a picture, like you said, of us putting it on my right. desk in the office and we'll right. just... Uh, and hmm. then maybe that will lead her to say. But I just don't make a big thing about it, all right? Because I don't want her to think that I'm complaining that she's not texting her. Oh, we just got a text message. This is interesting. It could have ended up... Uh, in the unknown sender folder because some people have that on their phone. They have it set up. But she's got an old phone. She probably doesn't have all that. I don't, I don't that. know. I got an iPhone. I don't know how to do that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Joe, I don't know. Joe grinning over there that I'm having mother-in-law problems. I can tell he enjoys this. Yeah, well, we all do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> I don't know. It's usually. I think it's usually the other way, though. I think it's usually... The mother-in-law of the of like your wife's like your mother and the right mother, my like mother-in-law. Yeah, it's usually the guys usually don't have that much of an issue. Well, but then again, you're you. So <laughs> no, my mom really likes him. So I don't oh, know. But you know, what, but you know we haven't. Him. What's we haven't even, not to like seriously? What's no? Not she like about she Robbie? really loves him. Loves Robbie. Oh, shut up, Joe. But we haven't even. Uh, <laughs> I say that a lot. That's not. You know what? That's not nice of me. It's not nice. But that's no, not. It isn't. It's not nice what he says because I know he's trolling me here. But you know, I haven't even seen. And this is this is does make me a horrible person. I haven't seen your mother since the wedding. I don't think. I know. Well, she moved down to Florida, and yeah. she she will never come back. She's, not, she's like it's too cold. Yeah. I'm staying here. So unless we go down there, I understand that it's tough to see her. So I, that's not really your fault. I mean, she's not. Yeah. If she lives in Florida, you don't go there. It's tough. That's a hard thing to yeah. do. So, I mean, she's not. She's not coming here. Well, no, I don't expect her to come here. My parents only live three hours up the road. They don't come here. Yeah. They've been here once. 
That's that is also true. But I, it is part of. I feel bad because you and she does seem to like me, and she always. I hear you people on the phone, you know, because Rochelle be in the kitchen cooking, whatever, and they're talking, and I can hear it from the couch. And you know, they say, "Send my love to Robbie." I'm like, "That's so nice." But why I re- do you always give her like a southern accent? I hear it. That's what I hear is a southern accent. <laughs> hey, man, she's gotten even more southern since she moved down uh, to Florida. Maybe it because like the minute, jo- jo- from Detroit. Yeah, but yeah. Joe, you know, the middle of Florida is basically Alabama, you know? So she oh, kinda, yeah, absolutely. She, she's kind of developed that. Uh, she lives um, in the middle of the state. She's got that yeah. accent now. Tell Robbie I love him. I'm like, hey, that's so nice. <laughs> that's not so Marianne's southern. brother's been living in around Tallahassee for like 30 years. Exactly. You should hear him. He yeah. sounds like he's from Mississippi. They're very, very close by then. They could be yeah. uh, almost neighbors. Alabama. But, yeah. Florida Georgia Line. You know what they say? Yep. Well, I say congratulations to a uh, restaurant made its way onto the Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares show this week. Uh-oh. I don't know if that's a good thing. Apparently, um hadn't been on for a couple of years. I thought it had been running all along on Fox. But anyway, uh, Gordon Ramsay's in New Jersey at In the Drink in Wayne, a struggling bar and grill opened up back in uh, 2017 out in the Preakness Valley Golf Course. You ever played over there? Uh, Yeah, I think so, actually, now that I think about it. This is their bar and grill, and it's uh, about $250,000 in debt. So then they sign up to be on the show. Gordon went there. <laughs> Gordon said uh, there's a clip of him that they've used for the episode where he goes, this is effing blank, you know, effing bleep, 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 uh, right. raw. In other words, they didn't cook their food at all. Oh, this is effing boy. raw. So that's the that's the big oh my God moment in the, the show apparently. So I hope you fix the place up. You hate to see a local business go on a you know, go on a business. So in the drink in Wayne at the golf course there. Wow. Gordon Ram- I think Gordon's got his own restaurant down in Atlantic City, doesn't he? I think he does. I think he does yeah. in one of the casinos. Yeah. Yeah. So I just assumed his show had been on the whole time, but I guess it was off for a number of seasons. But it's back on Fox and in Jersey, so there you go. Check your local listings or check your on-demand, I guess, your Hulu. And I'll be uh, trying to figure out why my mother-in-law didn't like me, after all. What are you taking a picture well, of? What are you doing? I can't hear it. Why can't you hear it? What is, is this a message from your mother? Yeah. Oh, to hear what she sounds like. It doesn't sound Yeah, Joe, listen to this. Oh, why can't you hear it? <laughs> can't hear it. Uh, there we go. Getting ready. What was that? That's Hang her. On, you're texting me. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Played from the beginning. Hey, Shell, it's just me. I just want you. Yeah, I want us uh, getting ready. <laughs> Hang on, you're texting me. Does she not sound like one of the Golding? <laughs> she sounds like uh, Rue McClanahan from the Golding yeah, Girls. Yeah, but, like but Blanche she, that, that doesn't sound Southern. <laughs> that's not Southern. She doesn't sound Southern at all. <laughs> that's what I hear. Just like for my mother, I, I hear, why do you have to do that? She didn't, she didn't she sound, sound like, like that. that at all. And thank God she's never heard this show or she'd be <laughs> pissed. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> she, would not, she would not be no. amused. My father does listen to the show and tells me regularly how funny he thinks it is. So, <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, boy. How come you went over there? I don't know, Ma. How come? I would never go there. <laughs> That's a little closer than the other one. <laughs> a little uh, closer than your mom with the southern accent. Yeah, she doesn't sound southern at all. No, but, but you, but you hear exactly what happened on that message. She called me. Yeah, and, and he, I texted her by right, and I texted her. So she she's doesn't not, know how to use the phone. Not, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, you're texting me. All right, bring on the singers. Real time traffic <laughs> with Joe Nolan. Those singers are southern, you know. Recorded in the TM Century Dallas, Texas studios. That's right, Dallas. Dallas. Jingle capital of the world. The big D. I'm never going to be able to hear that song the regular way. Well, ever. why would you? Why would you want to hear that song any other way? <laughs> I'll be humming She Bangs All. We were just laughing about that. And uh, somebody just texted in. So I'll tell you what, you guys do uh, William Hung at the Blast Off. You have mob of people there. People would be very uh, definitely. much more excited than seeing, I don't know, who's... 
other than Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, just about anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you you get as many people for William Hung as you get for Daughtry. Or pretty oh, damn definitely. close. Pretty damn close. Definitely. People love William Hung. Yes. How can you not love him? Kid is a, a he's an American treasure. He really is. Speaking of which, Michelle Amabile is here. I like that segue. All right, right? Good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we give her a hard time, so I figure I'd be nice for yes. a change. Robbie says something nice. Jackpot number 13 underway. She'll play the high-low free money game. Prince, John Bon Jovi, with a forgotten 45. Hmm. Movie song from John Bon. You haven't heard in a little while. She tells me she dug that out of the Boss Archives here. We'll get Fleetwood Mac on. We're back tomorrow, finally, Friday, finally. I don't know if anybody else had fun today, but I had fun today. It was fun. So we'll do the freak out tomorrow morning to officially start the weekend. Fun facts, dumb crook news. Chris Hayes from MSNBC will be with us. That's fun. Kind of doing Friday morning politics. Remember last week we had Adam Carolla mm-hmm. from the right? We'll go to the left, see what he's got to say. I like it. I'll put everybody on. Keep it balanced. He's doing an event down in Philly, too. Oh, good. We'll talk to Chris tomorrow. Perfect. Unless he heard the show today and cancels, <laughs> which is entirely possible. 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 Last chance to win Wheel of Fortune tickets. Had to Wheel of Fortune live about 710. We'll do that with a real or fake. Hey, we've got another Halloween real or fake for you. No, oh, that's I don't know fun. if we're doing Florida. Mm. We'll do he said. She said. At 750. That's all in the morning.